0: What is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we hung out with Faith Marie over Zoom video. Faith talked about where she grew up and how she got into music. She got into songwriting at a very early age. She was playing at 13 years old and having a mass amount of people connect with her songs to the point where she'd get off stage and they'd be like, oh my gosh, how old are you? And she'd say, 13 or 16 and people are like oh my gosh that's you're that's, you're such an incredible songwriter so she had this gift from a very early age she talked about the viral success of a bring me the horizon cover she did of the song drown what it was like when her debut single antidote went viral and we talk all about her new project and the most recent song she just released called alleyways you can watch our interview with faith on our facebook page and youtube channel at Bringin It Backwards. It would be amazing if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be amazing if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review.
1: We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: We're bringing it backwards with Faith Marie. Cool. Well, uh, again, thank you, Faith, for doing this. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So uh, this podcast is about you and your journey in music, and we'll talk about uh, alleyways and what you have coming up. Okay. Sounds good. Sweet. So first off, where were you born and raised?
1: I was born and raised in Pro- Provo, Utah.
0: Provo, Utah. What was that like?
1: <laughs> um, Lots of Mormons. Okay. As you can imagine. Yeah. Uh
0: <laughs> um, Did you grow up Mormon?
1: Yeah, I did. I grew up Mormon. Um, It was an interesting culture. Really interesting. Um, Very quiet. Not a ton to do. But also, I feel like because there was a lot of Mormons, people just, uh, they don't, like, drink or party much. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like people found ways to fill their time and, like uh so there was a lot of yeah outside of those
0: vices like other uh, different yeah okay
1: yeah yeah so i think like living in such a quiet place kind of helped uh cultivate my creativity Mm -hmm. you know so that was
0: cool yeah do you come from a musical household like is anyone else in your family do they do music
1: yeah both of my parents uh were musicians. They don't do it much anymore, but I grew up around lots of music.
0: Wow. Were they like writing songs or was it mainly just performing, playing? Like,
1: uh, writing. And, wow. Yeah. And playing. Yeah. They never did it professionally. It was like a hobby. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when I kind of like came into the world and was very clearly, uh, intrigued by music like just very early on i was always obsessed with music they really wanted to kind of feed that
0: sure uh, sure yeah like so, I, do, you, do you remember you talked about early on you were obsessed with music like what was kind of the early memories you have of that
1: um i was just always making up songs singing like i loved disney movies okay. and so I would always learn the songs and just run around singing them all day long, and uh, and then yeah, I would I would just make up songs all the time, all the time to like different melodies of like Disney songs. Or uh, my sister really liked Britney Spears, so like Britney Spears melodies, and would put like my own twist on them, mm-hmm. uh, just little dumb things like that. But uh, it grew and grew and grew as I got older. Um, and yeah, my parents always were so in like intrigued by it because it was just very clear that it was something that came naturally to me, which I mm-hmm. think is kind of rare. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So they always, they always, I Supported guess. Supported
0: you in, yeah, yeah oh, they in always that way?
1: Me. Yeah, always. So that that's was really, really cool
0: weird. a lot of people don't have that like oh yeah. you want to do music okay no you're going to do these other things instead that could be a hobby of yours or whatever yeah um, what about like did you start playing an instrument at an early age as well
1: uh i started playing piano at eight years old around eight years old
0: that's still pretty young and then mm-hmm. from there were you did you continue doing that like lessons or chorus choir anything through high school
1: um i I continued to play. I never really learned theory until I got older. Yeah. I just kind of, uh I used it to write. That was like the piano for me was, was writing. So I kind of just would think a melody in my head and just translate it. So it was never like writing the notes down and then like mm-hmm. playing them. You know, it was just very uh subconscious
0: sure Uh, so you're just kind of writing songs figuring out the chords that you wanted it to sound like or whatever and then and figuring it out that way
1: yeah yeah and then songs that i wanted to learn how to play it was a very like by ear i would listen to them and then copy it
0: oh okay and with well with your own i I did see that you had a pretty viral moment on like a bring me the horizon song which is interesting Mm -hmm. uh take uh just based off the music of of yours that i've heard um was -hmm. that something that you had started off doing early on were you doing a lot of covers or are you writing and releasing your own music like where did you kind of start off
1: um I started off like very early doing covers like around eight nine I had like a vocal coach and so I would do recitals and I also did choir as well so that's kind of what got me into singing and then uh when I was about yeah, around the time I learned how to play the piano eight, nine, my dad like sat me down and he was like, OK, this seems like it's something you really enjoy. You really want to do. Uh, if you want to continue with this, then you have to learn how to write your own songs. And this was That's like
0: interesting that he was that kind of uh, supportive in that way. Like, mm-hmm. If you want to do this, you have to learn how to write your own songs instead of like, oh, this is so cool that you you want to play, like maybe try to learn the Beatles or yeah, I don't know, whatever it may yeah. be. But to say, yeah. you know, you should, if you want to do this, you need to write your own songs. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was great advice. I mean, this was peak American Idol era. So okay. I, I did not get that at all. As a kid, I was like, well, these people are getting famous on American Idol by just singing, you know, why mm-hmm. do I need to write? Why do I need to write songs? And, you know, he was like, well, you already enjoy doing it. Just Focus on it, you know, put some energy towards it, um, hone it in, make it make sense, you know. And then so I kind of begrudgingly started to learn, like, the structure of songs, you know, like, verse, chorus, verse, chorus kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I, like, completely fell in love with it. And after that, I, I did do covers, but it was mostly to be in these recitals because a lot of the time it would be like, oh, you, you can do like one or two original song, but then you have to like do a cover. Uh but yeah, after I, after I really started writing, that's really all I wanted to do. I just wanted to write my own songs, but in the case of bring me the horizon and kind of like the heavier music scene, mm-hmm. I got into that when I was like a young teenager and I, I always just, I loved it so much. And something I always noticed was those types of artists, the heavier uh, genre, they always made the best ballads, like mm-hmm. and if, the best if, lyrics, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. and so like on on albums, I felt like when they had like an acoustic version of like a heavier song, it mm-hmm. was always so beautiful. And so when I heard drown, it was like, I want that like i I want that feeling from this song and so that's where that came from
0: oh wow okay yeah because it just it went viral correct i mean
1: yeah 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 a lot of people have seen it so that's pretty yeah
0: where did that start off on like youtube or where did you have it that people yeah yeah
1: that was that was on youtube it was yeah just kind of a wild thing
0: but prior to that you were already writing songs and was your dad helping you at all i mean to 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 kind of like give you the advice that you should start writing songs was he checking up like oh faith did you you know let, let me hear what you've done like did he ever kind of get involved that way as well
1: yeah yeah both of my parents were always really like interested in it so they would they would ask me my dad was definitely like a little more uh pushy you could say i don't i don't think that's like a good word but right i know yeah, what he, mean. Would, he would check on me for sure and he would be like Hey, like play me what you're writing or I was really shy about it, which is interesting because I would perform. But when it came to the writing process and I still am, I'm still pretty shy about it. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but he would kind of like listen in while Mm -hmm. I was writing, which I hated (laughs) and then he would kind of like barge in and be like, this sounds great. Like, play it for me. Let's let's record it so that you can keep it. Like, don't lose that melody. And I'm like, oh,
0: (laughs) <laughs> wow yeah. that's cool that he was that involved and that yeah, kind of I mean, invested in it. is he still
1: yeah he's still he still helps me a lot with uh yeah with everything he he just he's always really loved music his kind his life path went a different direction mm-hmm. but i know that like music calls in, his heart
0: yeah live vicariously cool. you now.
1: yeah like it's cool that he can kind of be a part of a part of this process
0: Wow. That's awesome. Do you ever feel like your songs you're writing or lyrics you're writing are too, um, you know, maybe too personal to share with your family like that or no?
1: Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Uh, thankfully it was interesting. My dad, he never, he never really like judged me about Uh it. It was always like, my mom was always really concerned. Uh, (laughs) but My dad was kind of just like, oh, this is her outlet. I'm not going to like, you know, look too far into it Mm -hmm. Uh, because it was it was hard for me. It was really hard for me. And I think that like he could tell because I didn't want to play it like I didn't want to play the songs for uh, for them. It was actually I think Antidote was my first song that was really, really a peek into what I was going through, Mm -hmm. like detailed. And I did not want to play that for anyone, anyone. I wasn't planning on it. I wasn't planning on it. But one of uh, my best friend came over and I didn't realize that she was over and she overheard it and was like, this is a really good song Like you should play it uh, for people. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, and then, yeah, I started, I started playing it for my family and it, it triggered a lot of concern a lot of concern <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah i mean I, I i could see that for sure yeah and you're just like well i'm just trying to get my emotions out there you get yeah. to kind of like uh, vouch for it or explain <sighs> yeah, it to it was them
1: weird. it was weird i because before i wrote more like love songs you mm-hmm. know and like because <laughs> I, I hadn't really experienced a lot of those feelings i i mean i had but i didn't know how to articulate them as well and so it was kind of like uh a, a 180. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: sure sure. it was
1: really just through those like mid-teen uh yeah. it's just it's hard it's really it's a yeah, weird it, time
0: it's a very, very weird time a lot it's of a weird, uh hormones and emotions and yeah yeah and, yeah, and- interesting spot in your life
1: yeah and i was like full force uh working in music full time i wasn't going to school
0: Uh, oh wow you had already kind of was it due to the little girl song or was this even before that
1: how did you get into music,
0: music okay tell me about that
1: yeah yeah so i at like 12 i think it was i started doing open mic nights at this local venue which was like Way more serious, I guess you could say, than like the recitals I was doing because the recitals were more like, oh, come see like these kids perform,
0: you know, all the students from the one teacher are going to get up on stage and sing something for you.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so this venue was like showcase your work to a room of adults. And that was a lot. uh, It was scary. But uh, my yeah, my dad knew the owner and he was like yeah she she does some she writes Do you think it'd be cool if she like did an open mic and he was like I mean yeah I'll give it a shot uh so yeah I started doing open mics and the owner was really impressed like he he still talks about it how he thought that I was playing covers and he just didn't know the songs so oh, wow yeah so when like I came off stage and like talked to him about it he was like oh so what?" what were those songs i've never heard them before and you know i was like oh i wrote them and he was like what <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. and and he was like well you need to come back here uh <laughs> and so he started putting me on shows and then we started uploading clips from those shows on on youtube and that got some attention and so i went to la working with some producers and Yeah, it was just full force from that point on.
0: Wow, that must have been exciting. I mean, to get these trips to L.A., you must have been. Was that nerve wracking at all?
1: It was. (laughs) It was very, very nerve wracking. I mean, I from from the beginning of my writing career, I guess you could say, I knew that I didn't want to be like a an industry type of artist. Mm -hmm. Like I I didn't want to be a Disney artist. I didn't want to be like anything like that. And so labels were scary, exciting and scary at the same time. Mm -hmm. Things like that. So that, that experience was cool because it wasn't necessarily like, um, a huge label. It was just people who, you know, had a, had good credits and enjoyed my music and wanted right, to work with me
0: Yeah,
1: and then, yeah. And then it just kind of s- continued to snowball from there and continued to build. Uh, but it was, it was really exciting. It was really fun. And I, I continued to go to LA, uh, back and forth. Like I split time up until COVID happened and then oh, I kind
0: of, wow.
1: yeah. And then I kind of like came back to Utah. So it was a little less, a little less crazy. Sure. yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. and then yeah i've been i've been here since but hopefully we'll be going back sometime soon
0: so was uh little girl the first song you put out as you know like a faith marie project or kind of Uh, or was there stuff before that they that aren't on spotify i'm just going off spotify
1: yeah yeah antidote was actually the first one that i put out
0: oh it was Uh, wow yeah
1: yeah that one was uh but i had like put things out on youtube before that we just kind of like took them off because it just didn't fit the the
0: vibe anymore uh antidote was the first one and that's the song that you were you know people were concerned about or whatever and, and you didn't even know if you wanted to put out and a friend of yours said that's great and you put it out and how quickly does it start to you know, gain traction because it has, I mean, a lot, all your songs have a ton of plays on Spotify, but like that one is just like, I think 14 million or something. Yeah. Like nearly 15 million plays. Like, was that something that happened fairly quickly? Did, was it obvious that that was a song that people were, uh, you know, attaching to?
1: Um, I don't know. It it didn't necessarily happen like super quick, but drown having that cover really helped, uh, gain attention. Mm-hmm. And like the, uh, the guitarist for bring me the horizon, the one who actually wrote the song, like tweeted it out and said that it was his favorite cover. Wow. And, uh, yeah. It was crazy. And a, a few more like, uh, like YouTubers or just like influencers. I don't know. It wasn't anything like planned, you know, they didn't mm-hmm. pay them. They just kind of did it. And yeah. Yeah. They just cool. enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. They just enjoyed him. And Yeah. So that really helped. I I released Antidote like shortly after. And so they just kind of like grew together, you could say. Mm -hmm. So that, that was really cool. And yeah, it was like purely organic.
0: Wow. And then from that point, you're like, wow, okay, this is really working. And then moving forward from there, were you concerned about, you know, kind of hitting that benchmark again? Or were you not even thinking about that?
1: Um, not really. I just kind of, I knew, and I still know that like, if I just continue to work, like put one foot in front of the other and stay authentic to what I want to do and who I want to be, that things will work out. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, that's how I always have felt. I mean, there have been times where obviously I get like worried and like down on myself about it, but at the end of the day, it's like it doesn't really matter to me how long it takes it's just it's what I love to do and it's being true to myself
0: mm-hmm. and the the two most recent songs that you've put out you, there's like a there's another name on there like is that's uh I think it's like you you maybe it's win, but it's like looks like you use.
1: Yeah, U-U-I-N,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is that uh, a person you've been collaborating with recently? I just saw the the name on the most two recent songs. I was curious.
1: Yeah. Uh. So it's somebody that I've been collaborating with, actually. like He was the one that originally reached out to me when I was a kid. So I've been working with him for oh, a really wow. long time. Yeah, he just decided to start a uh, company, a creative collective company. And so obviously like he helps connect uh me with producers and different uh people to build the songs mm-hmm. and so yeah
0: like well that is- that's cool yeah, yeah i was just curious on that but yeah. so you know you you have eyes on you and you, you're putting these songs on they're doing really well like at, at that point do you like uh were you intrigued to do like a tour or anything or put a full body workout, like what was kind of the next step? Like, how do you continue to move forward with your career?
1: Uh, from antidote or from now?
0: From antidote up oh. until now, I guess.
1: Yeah, there was, uh, I mean, I wanted all of that, right. And it, it was just a lot of figuring out what, what the brand was, I guess, and who I was and, and I was really young. At the Mm -hmm. time I was, I want to say 16, 17. Yeah. That's really
0: young to be, and to have that many people watching you and, you know, and having these songs resonate with so much with people.
1: Yeah. It was an insane amount of pressure that I, I had no reference point for. It was, it was crazy. And, and the thing that was so insane about it was people weren't just reaching out saying like, oh, like. You have a great voice and I loved your song. Like it was paragraphs of people telling me their life, you know, and what they're going through and how they relate to it. And like it was it was amazing, you know, and that's so cool that my songs connect with people that way. But then it was like also this intense feeling of responsibility for, you know, people's emotions, you know, being a teenager, I didn't know how to compartmentalize it. And so that was really like intense for a minute.
0: I bet. And then having to you probably had to re- respond, I would imagine at certain points. And it's like, how do I mm-hmm. you know this person is uh, this, you know, I don't know, but depending on what they write, it's like, how do I respond to this? I'm 17 years old or 16 years old. This is wild.
1: Yeah, exactly. It It was. And I think that I didn't, yeah, I didn't understand that I didn't have to be like, you know, a therapist or anything. (laughs) Like (laughs) I would just sit there forever, like trying to figure out what to say back, you know, Mm because like just saying, oh, like, thank you. I appreciate it. Just never felt like enough. And it still doesn't feel like enough. But at the end of the day, it's like, I just hope that people can feel it, you know, (laughs) that I, that I really, that I really mean it. But at that time, it just, it really, it, it was a lot. You
0: no, know? I, I, yeah, I can't, I can't even imagine. And then to, like you said, you have to respond. Even if you said, you know, thank you, whatever, like at least you're, you're acknowledging that person is probably still like, whoa, like she responded. Like, this is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, and I, I started to learn that I could, you know, just say that, but it, it always felt, <laughs> it always felt weird, not like, you know, writing back a big, long paragraph about, like, you know, how much I appreciate it. But it's a lot of, it's a lot of energy to do that.
0: Um, Especially with that many people watching and listening and and contacting you, you're like, okay, this is going to take me all day to do this. And then more are going to pile up, like, it would just be a never-ending cycle, I feel like.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'm a lot better with it now. But back then, it was like, it was very intense
0: for me. (laughs) wow
1: yeah and just on top of it like the yeah the pressure of of music and creating and it became a career really fast and that's what i wanted but i didn't understand what it meant Mm -hmm. and it was it was just a lot for little me to handle
0: (laughs) yeah i mean it's a lot for people to handle now that adults that are getting it it's like you're not you're not it's not just the gig isn't just okay I wrote the song and put it up online it's there's so many other elements that you have to take on now with yeah. the internet especially
1: yeah it's your life and I I'm still not I guess perfect at it I I have a no hard is,
0: time
1: <laughs> yeah I have a hard time with that I have a hard time with social media and um uh, what to do with it I guess you could say but yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to get better <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, you said you're doing trips back and forth to LA to, uh, and Utah up until COVID. Mm-hmm. How did, when, when COVID happened, how did that affect your, your songwriting? Or were you able to write during that time? Or did you kind of take a break?
1: Um, I wrote a lot during that time. I actually wrote the whole EP that's coming out during that time. Oh, like, wow. okay. yeah, yeah. Rock bottom alleyways more than I am. Like those three songs came from that era. <laughs> okay yeah
0: so well tell me about the the ep the alleyways the most recent one but Mm -hmm. you know going into the those songs and and the project did you know you wanted to write an ep or was it oh i have a collection of songs now or was there kind of a threaded theme amongst the all of them
1: um it was very much like it came very naturally. I just ended up writing them as the the sequence. And just based on what I was going through emotionally, existentially, it just kind of fit together. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, with COVID, everyone was with themselves a lot.
0: <laughs> right, of course.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was, it was heavy. And I just, I, I also had just turned... I want to say twenty one yeah. was when that happened. So that was like hard. That was hard. I felt like I missed that. Point yeah, That's
0: kind me. of a bummer, right? I mean, get the chance to do the go out and wild out situation. Like when he turn yeah. twenty one. Yeah, yeah, no, it
1: it was that really sucked. Um, but it just it's also just an age where I guess you're starting to become more more of a sentient adult, you know, and start thinking about your existence and what it means and all that fun stuff, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and that's, that's kind of where those songs came from was just, just the place that I was then it was very, it was a dark place. It was a very dark place, but I think at that point, even though it was like one of the darkest places I'd been, it was the first time that I had felt hope throughout that experience. Like, because I think as you get older, you start to realize the the more that you go through, the more you realize, oh, I'm going to live through it. You know, like, and I think that was the first point in my life where I'm like, okay, I've gone through all of this crap before and I've survived it. I'm going through this crap right now. I'm gonna survive it. Like that was Mm -hmm. kind of the mindset. Mm-hmm. behind it and i really wanted to to share that because like i said uh people tend to really emotionally connect with my songs and oftentimes it's like during their lowest because my songs just happen to touch on that and
0: yeah.
1: so i want to share that experience of hope and that you know you can find what you need in these moments Mm -hmm. sometimes more than any other moments uh yeah so that's kind of where that came from
0: yeah it's you're you're kind of at an interesting place I mean being turning 21 like COVID happened just in the sense that it didn't matter about I guess COVID but you had already you you, I mean being successful so early on with songwriting and and what you're doing uh Mm -hmm. you you kind of put yourself in a different place than a lot of other people that are your age group right like when people are 21, maybe they're towards the end of their college year. Like it's all about trying to figure out like, am I going to, what do I want to do with my like job and life? And you had that already kind of laid out for you at an earlier age. So you even have more to kind of unpack there. You're like, okay, uh, I'm 21 and I've already got my career kind of going. Like it's just, you had a different um, kind of outlook on it. I I would think.
1: Yeah, no, I I absolutely did. I think it was also, Weird because I'd kind of come out of that phase of my life where my age added to what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't I don't really believe that now, but at the time it was really, really hard because before, you know, I would perform and get off stage and people were like, Oh my gosh, how old are you? I'd be like, Oh, I'm sixteen uh... and they're like, You're sixteen? Like that's crazy. Like you're you're so amazing. And then, you know, like I turn 21, 22 and they're like, how old are you? And I'm like, so 22 They're like, oh, okay, cool. Oh yeah. You, you know?
0: kind of age out from like, oh, that's so cool. Cu- that's so sweet. That's so cute. It's, but yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously the music speaks for itself, but I could, yeah, I could see how that'd be an interesting transition to make. Cause like, at what point does it become? Oh, like, yeah. Like, it's awesome that you're so good and you're only 16, but it's like, Oh, you're awesome. You're so good. And it's, Oh, that's cool. You're 22. Yeah. yeah. Like it, I could see how that kind of comes with a, a different. It uh, was weird. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. It was, a, it was just a, like I said, like, I don't, I don't think that it's as big of a deal now. <laughs> like right. Like Worked through it a bit more. And like you said, it's like, I just, it, it's almost a blessing because now, I can just be my music, you know. Like my music can just be, and it's not about like, oh, this sixteen-year-old, uh, right? You know, anomaly like wrote this song. It's like, no, just listen to the song, you know. Like that's right. That's it's just matters. a good song.
0: It doesn't matter yeah. that it's the sixteen-year-old singing the song or writing the song. It's, I, I've I've talked to a lot of people that have came out of like American Idol and stuff, and they've had similar. It's like, oh, you're blah 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 from American Idol. It's like well yeah but that was like 10 years ago and now i've also had a career of uh, writing songs and doing these things aside from that but it's almost you get that stigma not that you would as a 16 year old but it's almost like one of those kind of like labels that you receive for a period of time i would think
1: oh yeah oh yeah it was it was a big one too because i was writing like so heavy Mm -hmm. i don't like it wasn't very common uh and now like Billie Eilish has come out and kind of done a similar thing with uh, her songs being like mm-hmm. a little deep and darker, I guess you could say. But at that time, it wasn't as common. And right. yeah, so that was a big thing, too, because people weren't expecting like, like when you hear like a 16 year old musician, you think you think Disney. like
0: Right, that's, right. That's you're not thinking you're devil coming. on my shoulder.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. So,
0: yeah, no, but that's. Um... You're an old soul or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, t- alleyways is the most recent one that you put out. I saw that you, you know, there's the quote that I read of yours, you know, you talk about, you know, you address the responsibility of trauma and kind of healing in the song. Is that what the, the meaning behind it is?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just about like how I feel like going along with that transition into adulthood, it's like as your brain like continues to develop, you start to be able to process the trauma that you experienced even like before
0: mm-hmm. in
1: a in a weird way. Like you start to understand the impact of it in weird subconscious ways. And I feel like everybody has to go through that experience of unpacking it and digging in the alleyways, you know, like that dark part of yourself to learn how it's affected you why it's affecting you and how to become your own person like work through that trauma
0: Mm -hmm. yeah no yeah for sure and uh this will be a part of you said an ep and this Mm -hmm. is what the third song on it
1: uh the second the second yeah the third one's actually coming out in less than two weeks now so oh
0: very cool Mm -hmm. awesome and then uh, the full ep do you have a plan for? Uh, do you want to go out and do shows for it or, oh, yeah. it or yeah okay
1: yeah i would i would love to there's some uh there's some talk going on right now uh not nothing like completely set in stone sure. but, but yeah i just did a show on tuesday actually just down in provo at that same uh venue that i started at which is pretty cool
0: oh wow that's cool yeah
1: that's really yeah so cool. that was really cool Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I'm ready to like, get out there again and like, start doing shows all over. That would be amazing. So hopefully, yeah, this year, it's there's some big plans for that.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Faith, for doing this. I appreciate your time.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Mm -hmm. I have one more question. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists.
1: Oh, well, I think there, there's a lot. There's a lot, but I'll try and keep it concise. Uh, wow, w- go,
0: take your time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I would say like really find your niche. What what inspires you and just really run with that. And don't take yourself too seriously. That's a huge thing. Like as soon as you take yourself too seriously, it's, it's pretty much over. Like you can't just sit there. And think about creating a number one hit. It doesn't really work that way. You know, it's just you got to sit there and dig deep in yourself and find that inspiration. What makes you excited, whether or not it's good, doesn't matter. Just follow that inspiration to the ends of the earth. And as long as you, you know, keep going and keep being open to uh, evolving. Uh, cause I mean, a lot of people can end up getting stuck, uh, just be open to evolving and growing and, uh, just really honing in on your skills. I think anybody who does that and stays consistent with it and humble will be successful. I truly believe that.